how you doing? Welcome again to another edition of the While You're a Single podcast. I hope the series for the past few weeks has been a blessing to you, and I hope that you have been sharing with your friends as well. But I just want to welcome you again to the program. Thank you for uh, joining us this week. And uh, I've been talking about letting God move us or move you, move everyone from having holes to being whole. 1 Thessalonians 5.23, uh, paraphrasing, it says that may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Some versions say sanctify you through and through. Some versions say sanctify you in every way. And may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless until Christ comes back. When God sanctifies you completely or through and through, or in every way, the result of that is wholeness. You're going to be whole. That's why the scripture says, may, God of the, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. I may your whole, which is the result of the complete, of the thorough sanctification by God. You maintain that wholeness, of course, through God's grace. You maintain it until Christ comes back. Notwithstanding, if we do not allow God to sanctify us completely, we're not going to be whole. We're going to have holes. And if we have holes, we need God to close those holes. We need God to stop those holes. Because if you are incomplete in the process of sanctification that God is taking you through, and you try to connect with someone else, you try to hook up with someone, you try to get into a relationship with somebody, or try to get involved in things that you feel like God has called you to do, you're going to create a bigger hole. And that's just going to lead to bigger problems. So allow God to sanctify you completely. And I've been mentioning that to sanctify means to set apart. It means to make holy. It means to cleanse, to wash, to purify. All the time, a lot of times when we hear the word holy, we freak out all oh, crazy. To be holy simply means to be separate. From some things, from some people, so that God can use you, so that God can fulfill his plan in your life. So we have been looking at Genesis chapter 2, verses 7, 8, 15, 21, and 22 to highlight this process of sanctification that we all go through to receive, to receive whomever or whatever God has for us. I will mention that the word set apart, we set apart the word set apart. We know apart means to be separate, but we'll focus on the word set. And we mentioned that set means to move, to put to place, to move or position. To put, to place, to position or move. Number two, it means to cause to rest. Number three, it means to fix or to adjust. Number four, it means to fill in or fill up. And number five, it means to prepare. So we go to Adam, and we see this process taking place, which happened prior to him receiving Eve. Number one, God creates him from the dust of the ground, then puts place, position, and moves him into the Garden of Eden, signifying God taking a person from one environment to the other. That environment could be, uh, the previous environment could be a person, it could be uh, a, a, a state, uh, a country, a uh, uh, a church, a, a business, uh, a, a living situation, whatever it is. First step, God takes you from there into the environment where he has whomever or whatever he has for you. Step number one, God set him apart from 
the dust of the ground and placed him in the garden of Eden. God has to set you apart from something, someone or somewhere before he can set you up with someone. Number two, God caused him to rest when he caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam. God has to set you down before he sets you up. Number one, he got the Israelites out of Egypt before he got them into the promised land. Number two, he caused them to rest in the, in the wilderness. Your rest stage is a stage where you just recuperate, where you position yourself to get instructions from God, get clarity about some things, and also the stage where you allow God to move to step number three, which is where I stopped last time, where he sets some things apart from you. You're not where you used to be, but you took part of the way you thought or some of the things that were said about you with you. And God knows that thinking, that mindset can hold you back from receiving what God has for you. And I think a lot of people are dealing with this. The Israelites, they left Egypt. But there was a situation in Numbers chapter 4 verses 11. I'm sorry, Numbers chapter 11. Verses 4 to 6, the Israelites, they're out of Egypt now. They began to crave meat. They craved meat. The Bible says that God was feeding them manna from heaven. Manna from heaven. They didn't like it. They craved meat. In Numbers 11, 4 to 6, they were complaining to Moses. They were complaining that they remembered. They remembered when they ate fish and some other stuff in Egypt. They're not in Egypt anymore, but their mind, their affections, their appetites were connected to Egypt. And because of the craving and the appetites for the stuff in Egypt, those individuals eventually didn't make it to the promised land. God was upset and God took them out. They missed out from receiving what God had for them. They didn't like manna from heaven. In the New Testament, Jesus says he is the manna from heaven. Let me explain how important this is. There are people. God has taken them out from Egypt. God has taken them out from their past. God has, has delivered you from that experience. As part of the process to leading you to the person God has for you. God has put you to rest. The wilderness. And God is trying to bring a man or woman to you. In the story in Numbers 11, God was giving them manna. But in this case, I'm going to use woman or a man from God. But when you have your appetite, your cravings, your heart, your desire still connected to your past, the environment God got you from. God can bring an angel to you and you say, no, I don't want him. Oh, I don't want her because they're boring. They don't excite you. They don't tickle your fancy. Consequently, it makes me wonder how many men and women that serve God, that love God, that God has got out of pa their past. God has, God has got out of past relationships and, and unhealthy environments. And God is trying to 
answer their prayers about wanting to get married to a godly man or woman. And God is bringing the godly man or woman and you're not attracted to them. You're not attracted to them not because they're not attractive. It's just because your appetite is wrong. Your mindset is wrong. And God's like, wait a minute. I got to take that man. I need to sanctify that out of you. I need to take that out of you because that is holding you back. Those individuals didn't make it to the promised land. He took them out. In fact, in Numbers chapter 11 verse 4, it says the rabble that went with the children of Israel or the foreigners. You see, <laughs> the Israelites left Egypt, but other people followed them. Which is a picture of God has gotten you out of that environment. You've left that place. Step number one. But some of those things in that place that are not supposed to come with you came with you as well. The mindsets, the appetites, the affections, the ideas about relationships, about how to love a person or how to go out with a person and stuff like that. That mindset came with you. And God is like, I got to take that out because if I don't take it out, it's going to mess up what I'm trying to bring into your life. So step three is necessary. God has to take some things out of you. Because if it doesn't take that mindset out of you, if it doesn't renew the spirit of your mind, Ephesians 4, 23 and Romans 12, 2, be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Do not be conformed to the world. Do not be conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind or the change in the way you think. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind and changing the way you think or be renewed in the spirit of your mind. Those things, your thinking, your mindset, often influenced by where you came from can interfere with whomever or whatever God has for you. That's why step number three is necessary. So, step one, God takes Adam, puts him in the Garden of Eden. He set him apart from one environment into another. Step two, God causes him to rest. Step three, God takes something out of him. Step four, God closed up the flesh in its place. Genesis 2.21 God has to set you apart from something, someone, somewhere. Number one, God has to set you down. Number two, God has to set some things apart from you. Number three and number four, God has to set a part of you. God has to set a part of you. When God took the rib out of Adam, there was a hole. God revealed a hole. Before God did step number five, bring Eve to Adam, set Adam up, God had to close that hole. God had to set that hole, that part of Adam. God had to fill in or fill up 
that hole. God had to fix or adjust that hole. When God removed the rib from Adam, there was a hole. And God had to close that hole before he brought Eve to Adam. God has taken out those things. When God takes those things out of you, he needs to close the hole in your heart. Step number three is exposure. The removal of the rib. The removal of the thing in your life. The removal and the amplification of this is holding you back. And when God has revealed those things, it lives a big hole. God exposes there's a hole in your thinking. There's a hole in your heart. There's a hole in your life that is holding you back from receiving whomever or whatever I have for you. Then God has to do step number four. He has to close the hole. Closure. Before closure, step number four, the closing of the hole, is exposure. Step number three, the removal of the rib, which exposes an open gaping hole in Adam. God has to take us through that process. And after brought God closed Adam's hole, after he brought closure, then step number five, he brings Eve. He set him up with his spouse. Steps number one, two, three, and four is God preparing you for step number five. God set Adam apart completely for Eve. Step number five. Allow God to set you apart. From something, someone, somewhere. Whichever the case may be. Step number one. Allow him to allow you to rest. You might be in the state of rest even right now. Relax. Relax. Number three. While you're relaxing, God removes things out of you. Takes things out of you. Mindsets out of you. Things that can hold you back from receiving what he has for you. And in the process... He exposes holes. Step number four, he brings closure to your life. And number five, he sets you up with whomever or whatever he has for you. You might be listening now, you might be in step one. God is getting you out of somewhere. If you feel like you need to move out of something that's unhealthy, dysfunctional, you're not at peace, hearken unto God's voice. And leave that place, whatever it is. Maybe you're in step two. You're in a state of rest. You're not seeing anything. It seems like nothing is happening. Make no mistake about it. God is working on you. He's working for you. You might be in step number three. Where I believe most people get stuck. God removing things out of you. A lot of people are not where they are before, but they're not where they need to be. John Maxwell, leadership expert, John Maxwell said, people don't 
quit at the bottom of the mountain. They quit halfway up it. The Israelite was stuck in the middle. They're not in Egypt, but a lot of them didn't get into the promised land. I think the middle part is where a lot of people get stuck. Don't get stuck. Let God remove those things. Let him expose and let him fix that hole. Let him fix or adjust that hole. Let him close that hole. Let him fill in and fill up that hole with his presence, with his word. Because once he brings closure to those things from your past, then you're ripe for step number five, which is to, to, to set you up. So like I said, you might be in step one, get to step two. You're not there anymore, just relax. You might be relaxing, you might be waiting, you might be surrendered. Well, let God do step three. Let him take things out of you. Don't hold back, don't close up. Let him take those things out of you. Let him expose those things. Let him remove them from your life. You might be in step four. God is closing up some things in your life. God's bringing closure. He's bringing healing. He's bringing restoration. Let him finish the process. Because once it's done, then maybe you're in step five. Maybe you're about to get married. Congratulations. I am happy for you. Send me an invitation. Thank you for listening to the While You're Single podcast. Take care. God bless. And talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the While You Are Single podcast. We hope that you were informed, inspired, and impacted. O.J. Tooks has written a life-changing book titled Rejected for a Purpose, How God Uses Rejection to Help You Find and Fulfill Your Destiny. If you would like to learn more about the book, please visit ojtokesministries.org. That is ojtokesministries.org. If you like Christian inspirational hip-hop, check out OJ Toke's Christian inspirational hip-hop album, A Breath of Fresh Air, which is now available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, and other music outlets. You can also learn more about his music by going to ojtokesministries.org. Thanks again for listening to the While You Are Single podcast, which OJ Tokes presents weekly, every Monday. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, please share with your friends and join us again next Monday. Until then, take care and stay blessed.